Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Stephen. And this is In a Barbie World. The podcast where we look at every Barbie movie from 1987 to the present day. From fairy tales to literary classics. From Mariposa to Mamadia. It's time to get unboxed. Readjust your lippy. Rock the ball gown. And let's get our Barbie on. Barbie Fairytopia colon Mermaidia. Now we're, colon, we're into colons now then. So many so now, colons. <coughs> well, yeah, that's that's that, that's a um that's a phrase we don't want to hear if you're a proctologist. But um <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry um, everybody, let's go back to Barbie. <laughs> Whose idea was it to watch all the Barbie movies? Because they were a fucking genius. Because these movies are so fucking good. I got a feeling. Like, I got a feeling it was your idea. That's a I bit of a self, a bit of a self-serving um, <laughs> compliment. But yeah, we're 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 further in now than I thought we were gonna be. I thought it was gonna tail off by now. I thought by now I was going to be like, oh, whose idea was this? But I'm like, uh, whose idea was this? <laughs> it's, um, they are, remain, you know, we're, we're on a bit of a streak. And now, you yes. know, this, this is our first sequel, is it? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and we both enjoyed Fairytopia. Big, yeah, it shot up to, um, I believe, number three on the leaderboard. But we had quite impressive. We had the same issue with it. Um, yeah, absolutely. But we both, I think, the thing which got us before is that we wanted to know more about the world. Yes. And so they said, okay, they time travelled back, and they're going to give us more about this world. And this is this is a sequel which pretty much follows on from the end of the last film. Like almost immediately. Mm. Like, like straight away, uh, we're following off after we've had a lovely catch up of previously in Fairytopia, um, and an extended credit scene where now everybody wants to be friends with the now winged Eleanor, mm. Alina. Sorry, um, yeah, everybody wants to be a friend now that she's got wings, um, and she's bloody good. She's like Oscar Pretorius. She is. <laughs> if, that, if, that, if, if you understand that reference. She's, um, she, she's got these fake wings and she's better than anybody who's been flying their entire lives. I also notice her wings are different, aren't they? I hadn't noticed this last time, but she has butterfly wings whereas all the other fairies have like dragonfly wings. Yeah. I hadn't noticed that last time. Yeah. They're very... And it's because her little... I assume it's because they came from, like, the little butterfly pendant that was given to her, um, which she keeps on. And and it doesn't seem to be... I thought they might be connected to the pendant, and therefore when she took the pendant off, she would no longer have wings. But that's not the case, as we're about to find out. Um, But, yeah, I mean... (sighs) I know we've talked about Bibble before. I have to say, by the end of the opening credits, I was a bit like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with Bibble. Um, <laughs> but he, she, it um, wins me back quite quickly, which is quite impressive considering how minion-esque Bibble is. That's interesting because I didn't like Bibble in this movie at all. Nice. I, I didn't like okay. him in the first movie because he was annoying. Very annoying. This fucking 90s tood 
that he suddenly adopts in this film, which yeah. is like he's like a different person, and I don't understand yeah, it. And, and he's the... got a confidence now that they didn't have in the first movie. Yeah, which just turned him in a little bratty, I think. Mm. Um, and yeah, and as, as as we talk through the film, you know, he's whereas in the first film he was just there. Yeah. Now now he is. Now he has some more agency and actually it's, it's causes... the Caribbean four, isn't it? It Jack is. Sparrow is is taking over. It is. Um, mm. But you know. Is he the worst thing about this film? No, not at all. <laughs> oh, and, interesting. Um, no, I so, said yes. <laughs> no, there's there's one at least one thing I hate even more well, than people. There's, <laughs> there's one big thing that I, I've got still enough about this movie. I'm so excited to get into it. Okay, um, but yeah, but yeah, he's he's there. He's yeah. still there. At least he's still he's there. At least everybody yeah. has the same consistency. The same, the, yeah. His characterization, we can explain it away. You know, he's he's riding mm-hmm. high on the back of a big victory, and he's and maybe his confidence is, you know, his arrogance. I think is what it is, <laughs> is is misplaced. But everyone else yes. stays the same, including Dandelion, the fucking <laughs> the Jesus. worst friend ever. <laughs> I mean... Poor Dandelion this time. It wasn't her fault, to be fair, because almost instantly after the credit sequence, which lasts a very long time, mm. the plot is kickstarted because Cindy Lou Who turns up, um, in a really cool characterization. This like fast talking sort of sea fairy sea butterfly i think they're called um turns up and yeah so her characterization is so interesting because they easily could have given us the plot catch up quite briefly and normally but they do it in this way where this character sort of blurts things out accidentally um and then has to catch up with herself and be like oh no like i didn't mean to tell you like that i wanted to ease into telling you that blah 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 blah. and like that was quite fun she's like a fast talking almost teenager um and i really enjoyed her characterization and i was uh, uh, kind of gutted she wasn't in the movie more well that, don't you think fine. that's really weird they have this whole sequence at the beginning where she's like clearly spying on them yeah and 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 she leads them to another character and then just disappears from the movie yeah, and and she's off. and she's visually, she's not quite a Shelley Kelly, is she? She's somewhere, she's somewhere you between. Know, I, I didn't see any Shelley Kellys in this movie. Um, everything had quite an original design. I don't. Did we? Oh, were they in? Were they in? Um, Ferratopia? I think they were, weren't they? Like briefly, like looking at you creepily. But no, I don't. But she is. She is. I guess this Kelly Shelley analog. But she disappears. Literally, she takes you, she carries our, our people off to somewhere and then just dives into the water. Again, I, I, we never see, we don't see any more sea butterflies. Well, we sort of do because yeah. I thought that she did come back, but it wasn't her. I thought she came back in a wig, but it it wasn't <laughs> her. So. <laughs> so there's someone with her similar look. Or face, Other... at least, right. later on. But basically, um... there's, there's this new race now, right? So we've got the little pixies, and we've got the yeah. fairies, and we've got the mer people, and we've also got sea butterflies, which sea are butterflies. fairies that live underwater but don't have tails. Yeah. It's, oh, the, the bestiary of fairytopia needs to be written. Yes. Yeah, I want the Silmarillion of, of mm. fairytopia. Um. 
Yeah. Amazing. So she's she kickstarts the plot. We're straight to the Coral Cove. Poor Dandelion's like, I'll come with. And Alina's like, no. Your mum, your elusive mum, who we never see, would miss you. So... You can't what is come, that? Dandelion. What is the fucking point? I do not understand. Right? These, this is not real life, right? Why have fucking Dandelion if every time she turns up, someone says, no, you've got to go home to your mum. What is the point of her? And, and, and as a character, we could have cut her out. I just hope that in one of the other sequels that dandelion gets her fucking moment in the sun i want honestly i want a dandelion story because yes she is the worst friend ever but i think she her heart's in the right place yeah and you know there's gonna be like a like there's a lion king 2.5 or whatever Mm. we'll get a fairy topia mermaidia 2.5 and the story is dandelion being like the primary carer for her like aged mother and that's why oh, she can never leave because that's something, she's some, like something like kitchen that. sink drama <gasps> in one of the like tulips peony things oh that, that that's exactly what we need because i just i just feel <laughs> she's last time we were quite mean to her because she was a bit yeah. pathetic this time she's not even given a chance which is almost like a callback to the first film and it's like but why are you even here why 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 yeah. bring this up? Why yeah. waste like, one thousand frames of animation on this? <laughs> to to talk to to replace you. It's not even like you're needed in any way. Um but yeah, so what's happened that Dandelion can't help with is that Nalu, the prince of the Mer people who we met in Fairytopia, has been kidnapped. Bum bum bum. And I remember very, very strongly last time shipping Alina and Nalu. And I I was big on that. And I I really wanted to see more of that relationship blossom. I have changed my mind. Oh. Um, So we go to the cove and we we see that Nalu's been kidnapped and and, uh, the fungus who work for Laverna are there. And basically, they need to get this berry to help Laverna be immune to all magic going forward. And so she sent two fungus and then one, like, big fungus called Maximus, who is voiced by um, Major Mint from The Nutcracker. Oh, okay. (laughs) And he does a few more voices. So he's he's classically British. And he dresses differently, and he's sort of like a lead henchman, I guess. I don't yeah. think we've come across him before. No. But he's, he's a fun sort of sub-antagonist, if Laverna's like trapped in a mushroom realm, unable to so, so that was only a... communicate through a thing. So it was fun. Yeah, so yeah, Laver- Laverna's in this mushroom kingdom place. Of course, fungus, I suppose, again. Um, mm. she, can't, she can't leave. That... So we know her fate. Yep. Now from the last film, and she's yes. kind of trapped, but she can still talk via lipstick compact, I think, or, yes. which um, is the best way to talk. Of course, in the 2000s. Um, to, to, and 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 I I think I was quite taken by the fun- the concept of the fungus last time, and I love mm. the idea of this hive mind. But one of them is mutated into a leader. Yeah. And and and, and like Big Daddy in Land he, of the Dead. Yeah, and yeah, he is our he's he's our main antagonist here, isn't it? Laverna yeah. is. is it's fairly away. It's like it's like it's like you know she was only available for a day, so yeah, we've had yeah, to do all filming. her scenes somewhere else. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she was she was on a, she was on an episode of Doctor Who, and they had to film it on yeah. the set there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Yes, because I was really taken, if you remember, by the concept of fungus last time. Yes, so he's really fun. He's very sort of Disney-esque, where he's quite camp and easygoing as a villain. Well, and, and very sort of, oh, your evilness. <laughs> yes. Do you know what I mean? No one... Yeah. Because I never got before that Laverna was particularly evil. I think we were quite understanding of her plight. And to have this toady little character go, oh, your evilness, your your maleficence. And there's no bounds. <laughs> it's, oh, I, don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. Silly. But, you know, audience, remember, Stephen. Remember who the audience is. So it's very, yeah, it's it's very pantomime, isn't it? Yes, that's the word. Um, but, you know, I kind of like, because I was, I was taken by those fungus characters last time, if you remember, I went on to mm. one about how mushrooms work, and, um, and and to have one mutate into a leader, I think that's that's kind of exciting. It's apt, yeah. Very much so. But yes, he's got, um, he's got, he's got the prince. Yes, and, and the prince, the prince remains a really fun character throughout this movie, quite sassy, quite, um kind of okay with his own kidnapping where he's just like what an inconvenience to my day this is did you not get the feeling he could escape any minute he wanted to oh my fucking god he's a merman and he's underwater it's like swim away Nalu swim uh, away I, 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 I just had this feeling he was in complete control <laughs> the whole time and he just wanted to see it through to see what happens yeah he was just like I'm bored like very sort of um when rich people have sport that's like hunting humans just to see what happens it's like, i'll let myself be kidnapped just to see where this day goes but he doesn't actually need a rescue like he's fine <laughs> yeah he's just like, i'll get i'll get to the end of this i'll find out what they really want and i'll put a stop to it then meanwhile yeah. i'm having me some fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, the main threat is that Max has this vial of poison, which turns the water green and I assume uninhabitable. Um, I'm not sure that it's reversible either. So that's the big threat. We don't want that to enter the water system because otherwise Mermadia will become like planet Earth. It's very dangerous. And that's a bit, that, was a bit, that was a bit dark, I thought. The, 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 the... Yeah, very environmental 90s. You know this 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 threat, which may or may not get played out in full as the film goes on, is fucking dark. Mm. You know, it's going to kill everybody under the water, yeah. and as we find out, the there's ecosystem. more people. There's more people under the water than above the water. Um, Literally. You know, this isn't this isn't like ha ha ha, where the burner's going to take over the world. This is. This is yeah. This is a really we're dark. We're going to kill threat. all of you. We're, yeah, we're going to kill yeah. everybody. Yeah, we're not. We're not going to make you have to leave the water. You're going to die. Yeah, you're going to die, and your place is going to be uninhabitable forever. You're going to suffocate. Your lung, your your gills are going to fill with this black murk, <laughs> and you're going to suffocate, waste. which is the worst way to die. Apparently, no, <laughs> anyway. Let me stop going this dark place. But it's your <laughs> fault, director of the writer of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot, mm. but it's it's good. You know, we love we love our Barbie movies to have a bit of bite. Mm. Um, so Alina turns up and we meet Nori, which is a delicious snack. Yeah, and it's Japanese yummy... Japanese seaweed, food. isn't it? That wraps around um, sushi mm, and like the like, rice. isn't it? Yeah, mm. yummy, yummy, yummy. 
Um, so she is a friend of Nalu's, and it's implied very quickly that she's perhaps more than a friend, even though she wasn't in Fairytopia. And this was my fear coming off of the back of Fairytopia that such a character would be introduced, that we would have this mermaid foil for Nalu. And it appears that we do. And, and very, very quickly, she's incredibly snappy towards Alina. And she says things like, um, oh, you're not that beautiful. Um, which is so awful. And immediately I wrote, boo female hating female hate this like barbie has been really good up until this point of not falling into that classic uh, trope of the like women hate each women pitted against each other especially in pursuit of a man um and, this, and yet it and... felt very quickly like we were falling into that trap yeah she she, I mean, she, she throws a bit of shade barbie's way um and yeah. yeah, she's a bit of a she's a bit of a cowbag. But this is the first time we've had someone like this, I think. Yeah, a completely different personality than what we're used to. Very mm. openly opinionated, sassy, um, implied lower working class. Great design. Mm. Like she, like I immediately was like, if Stephen and I ever have to cosplay of Buzz Barbie characters because we've been invited to a big event i'm going as nori like i'm going as nori like that you're not that, allowed nori I, I, okay i won't dress Shotgun. as nori i won't i nori. won't dress as nori okay um, i'm gonna go as Bibble. love her look <laughs> <laughs> love 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 her look and i was really a bit sort of concerned about where this was heading because she dives off to mermaidia and she's like don't follow me to alina she's like i'm gonna save nalu by myself and I was like, ugh. See, I, I, like I Lena as a you were you were seeing it as it from a f feminist kind of viewpoint, not a feminist view. That's wrong. As, as a female viewpoint, mm. I was viewing it as a racist thing. Like, oh, interesting. You know, mermaids and fairies. I mean, it's never going to happen, right? Um, yeah. And 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 is there is there a tension between? You know, remember, it's all called Fairytopia. These guys aren't fairies, even though they have the sea yeah, butterflies. Um, yeah. And, and and really, you know, physically nothing's gonna happen. A bird can't fuck a fish, right? It's Yeah. It's not going well, to happen. They're 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 you from... say that. Ah yes. But we'll we'll have a think about that. We because... will do. So I was I was quite concerned. We then get the introduction of a fucking terrifying turtle. <laughs> yeah. So I literally wrote, What the fuck is that? <laughs> if you think about finding Dory and Nemo. What's the film? The film with Nemo. The Finding Dory was a sequel to. Finding Nemo. It's called Finding Nemo. Yeah, that's right. God. I'm not having a good day today. <laughs> Spoilers. Emily's had me up far too early on a Sunday. My brain's not in gear. Yeah, but you know the turtle in that, the one that's like, "Hey, man," you know, and he's kind of yeah, cool, and crush. he's like, and, and he's like the, you know, like the California surf dude, and but it's quite a nice, but it's quite a nice character design. This <laughs> thing is like those fucking aliens from Roswell that are going to probe your ass, and. <laughs> 
and and there's a couple of characters in this film where the character design. Do you remember how I didn't realise the fellow in that other film was a butterfly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that. It's the like same that. person. They said you did such a great job on that fucking incredible Hulk butterfly thing. We're gonna we give, want you back. We, we want you back. I've got a couple of characters for you. A kind of. We'll start with this turtle thing. I've got something better. Sexy lady turtle. Make sure that everybody knows that this turtle is a girl. I've got something better later for you to try. uh, Let's just start with the fucking creepiest looking (laughs) turtle in the world. Yeah. Luckily, no one gets their asses prodded. (laughs) But Jesus Christ, that's scary. And yeah, you sent me me a picture of it last night. And I was like, yeah, that. (laughs) It's so awful. We're definitely talking about that. It's like full lips and like... Muscat Kim Kardashian eyebrows, like just it's like we get it, like they're girls. This is for girls, but like, calm down. <laughs> it is. It's like a sexy grey for you, for you X Files fans out there. Oh my god. Oh dear. I'm having nightmares um, already. Jesus Christ. So, um, yes. So Shelley is the name of this turtle, and she basically reminds everyone that there's this seaweed. Bibble has this whole fucking bit where he doesn't want to eat the seaweed and you're like Bibble we haven't got time for this I don't remember um, Bibble not wanting to go underwater last time did that happen no no well they were more under threat last time oh the firebirds were after them weren't they yeah. but yeah yeah this his attitude in this sequence annoys me oh, it's disgusting <coughs> it's like he needs a timeout. is what he needs he needs, he needs to go back to Peony bottom. Go and stay with Dandelion. In fact, you should look after Dandelion's fucking mum. You should look after Dandelion's mum so and then Dandelion, Dandelion can, come. can come. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine because I don't want Dandelion on this adventure because I'm ramping. I'm ramping so hard. I've got such <laughs> strong feelings about this movie. You can probably guess where it's going. But, I can. Oh, fuck me. I fucking love this movie so much. Um, so we meet up with Nori again and she's trying to convince the little like weird creepy again overly sexualized mature they're like old women but they're like in child's bodies it, it's terrifying um nothing again they're not Shelley's or Kelly's they're their own design they're almost brats like they are in their design this whole this whole look pre-funko pop look yeah but you're right. It's it's the age thing. They're like old people in children's bodies, and yeah, I hate it. I hate it. it it's I got... don't mind. It's it's this time. I was like, this is interesting. This is yeah. weird. They feel like immortal. See, they're mer fairies, is what they are. And they're just a bit weird. Mm. And I didn't I didn't mind it because I quite liked how odd they were as a character. Like. They love the animals of the ocean and they, they give advice in rhyme and they, they're just a bit weird. They're weird. They're really weird. But I love it. Mm. Um, Nori does more... Ze- I literally wrote that she's xenophobic here. I was like, fucking hell, Nori. Like, sort your attitude out. But then I started writing, I love Nori's design. And then I wrote, I also just love Nori in general. And she uses Alina to get some information out of these mer fairies, um, which was fun you know, it's because like that. It was a fun little bit. I liked the mm. Mer fairies as as creepy as they are, and I liked what we learned from them. So then we start our quest, and again, Nori trying to be a bit of a bitch um, zooms off underwater and is like, "Catch me if you can." And Alina flies through the air. So we've got a really lovely 
bit of animation where Nori is storming through the water and Alina is flying really fast through the air. And they can sort of see each other through the water. And I was like, huh. Yeah, it's a it's a classic. Really it's it's Fast and Furious Barbie style, isn't it? It's um. And then it got How to Train Your Dragon Barbie style, where yeah. Alina's like dodging through all these pillars and stuff, and it was a really great sequence, and it was really fun, and it was imaginative, and it was kind of beautiful. And then they get to this waterfall, and by this point they've both sort of become okay with each other, and they're like, you know, it's like, you're all right. Like, I've tested you, and you're keeping up with me. You're all right. Nice. They get to this waterfall, and both of them, like, full speed ahead. And they dive off this waterfall, and they look at each other as they're going over the waterfall. And then they both put their hands out to dive into the water below. And it is the most erotic, (laughs) romantic thing I have ever seen. And I was instantly like... If these two characters don't end up together at the end of this movie, I'm going to be really mad. I ship Alina and Nori so fucking hard. This is an LGBTQ plus movie. This is about two women falling in love. This is what this movie is about. You're going to be they are in a so relationship. disappointed. <laughs> they are in a relationship. That is just how this movie goes. And I was like, surely I am not alone in this reading. And I went onto Instagram and I am not. And like, if you ship these two characters, you fucking tell me, email in at whythisonepodcast at gmail.com or comment on Instagram because holy hell... I have never wanted two characters to get together more. I have never seen such an obvious, like, queer coding in my life. Like, these two characters fancy each other. And as we go through the movie, they're going to fall more and more in love with each other. And that is what this movie is about. Okay. Did you read that? No. Did you see that? No. Did you not but, see it at all? Well, even well, well now, but now you're saying it. So what I, what I saw is a kind of rote... Um, oh, here's two. If they were both guys, right? Mm-hmm. And they'd be getting their dicks out and saying, who's got the bigger dick? And that's what I saw this whole scene as. And that, and then in the end, there's a grudging respect, which is the gateway to a deeper friendship. This is, you know, this is every action movie with two stars I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But now you've said all this, right? And you've mm-hmm. put this, this erotic gloss on this race i'm never going to be able to unsee that now am i yep and Uh, you shouldn't because they are the perfect couple like this is this is a gay movie like i'm saying it now it's fact like it's fact they went over that waterfall and sealed the deal i was like that is the sexiest thing i've ever seen in a bobby movie (laughs) like that was so romantic that was so nice you watched this with your mum right (laughs) <laughs> she gave up halfway through. <laughs> <to bed. laughs> 
<laughs> she says, too, it's too sexy for me. At my age, I can't handle um, it. No, but now I feel really bad that I hadn't, I hadn't spotted it. But no, um, no, no. Like, you know, I if can... you're not pre-positioned to see it that, or like, you know, you know, it's not going to happen. Like, I knew they weren't going to get together at the end. Spoilers, because it's a fucking Barbie movie from like 2006 or whatever. But like. I'm not the only one that wanted it to happen. And no, I can, really... I can, I yeah. can see that Instagram and Twitter is, is, mm-hmm. is full of this. And, and, and that's interesting. Cause again, like we said before, this is the first time Barbie's had an analog, which wasn't herself. Yeah. Um, you know, we now have another character, another strong female character. I mean, she may be a bit racist and, other things i think she's just insecure well as it turns out incredibly fucking insecure (laughs) (laughs) you know the 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 whole bravado the whole false shield is is going to come tumbling down eventually and Mm -hmm. and and i guess maybe then is when i'm seeing that that that, that relationship shifting and this is the beginning of that relationship shift because uh, you know oh you can keep up with me all right maybe (laughs) maybe you're not as useless as i was thinking you were but uh, I'm not. I'm yeah. not seeing. I'm not seeing um, stars and rainbows and unicorns yet. Oh, I am. I literally wrote "fuck the prince." I now ship them. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit about Nalu anymore? <laughs> this movie is about Nori and Alina. Um. So, following the uh, the advice, they go to Delphine who is um, a, like a sort of fortune teller, which is which is lovely because it's like Oracle at Delphi, Delphine. Mm. Someone thought two seconds about that, which I'm happy about. Um, what I'm not happy about is that they got that fucking bloke back to design. <laughs> fucking. Fairy fairy. Jesus Christ. What the fuck was... The, what is it? <laughs> do what? There what is... is even place a sea snail it's a sea snail right which is a (laughs) thing yeah which is a thing they're not the size of the fucking empire state building one well maybe not that big (laughs) which is the size of an articulated truck it is ugly it serves no fucking purpose they're mermaids they're fucking mermaids they don't need a ferry to get she gets her tail and puts it in a boat (laughs) jesus christ but it's if the design of the turtle was disturbing, this just makes me feel ill. It was like it was like it was designed with plasticine or play doh, and <laughs> by a three-year-old. By a three-year-old, and it's too big and it's too smooth, and it's a fucking snail. Which many animals you can you can anthropomorphize. Is that the word? And you yeah. can, and you can, yeah. You know, we talked a lot jokingly been about plenty about of the sex, snails about, in kids' cartoons before. Yeah, but they're not sexy. Yeah, it Brian the Snail, yeah. Magic Roundabout, ain't fucking sexy. He's a northern <laughs> bloke. But you know, we had the Pegasus last time, right? Sexy horses. And I kept saying yeah, sexy, horses, sexy horses, and I'm sure a lot of people think I've got a thing for horses. And <laughs> you know, but but I would, you know, I'd date that horse. She's got sexy eyes. <laughs> this thing is. Is the least. It's like Cronenberg. It's like the thing. Ah, I should, you know, I, I would, I would never say it to her face, but my (laughs) God, that's a face that only nightmares should see. And and and, but it's worse because then it opens up. 
to have another yeah. another thing inside it. Which I thought was the Cindy Lou Who fairy from earlier. I see. Got the same face. Yeah, but no, because but no, it's just another random thing. Oh, because no, no uh, what's, what's, what's Nori? Nori is is like another tit again, right? So he goes, hey, this is Can you? And I got, I really went off her at this. Much. I was just thinking, I thought you'd grown up a little bit, but you've got even worse. And between her and Bibble, it's the brattiest. Maybe it's the dad in me coming out, but those two are <laughs> over my fucking knee, right? And going to get a slap. And I don't even no. believe in capital punishment. Um, um, but luckily, Alina goes, I know what it is. <laughs> You're not really the oracle. It's you, you big freak snail woman thing. <laughs> and you think, Freaky again, again, there's another thousand frames of animation we didn't need. Because yeah, it's like the whole universe is trying to dupe them. Like the mer fairies were like speaking in rhyme, and they were like, "It is within the shell that you will find the answer." And so they meet the sea snail, and they're like, "Can you open your shell up for us?" And she's like, "Of course." Very like coy. She does. This little fairy comes out and starts blabbering on. I didn't even t- pay attention for what she was saying. And Nori is understandably frustrated. And oh, is like, you're, just, just you're just you're just you're just far too yeah. soft on that girl I'm, I'm... I love Mary. She's, she didn't do anything wrong she was impatient because you know she wanted she was confused about her feelings she's trying to do this quest to save her potential boyfriend but she's fallen in love with this fairy lady like what she's put she's getting angsty you know she's got a lot going on um yeah, and alina is staying quite calm because she's very okay with her feelings she's always been a bit of an outsider it's nothing new to her um so she's able to listen and be like, oh, the creepy fucking snail is the oracle of Delphi. So, Oh, have we mentioned hey, the creepy fucking snail not only looks creepy, but it's got a creepy voice? It's got a really creepy voice. Oh, it's just the most disgusting thing I've seen in animation. <laughs> I watched this film a it week really ago and it's appeared in at least two nightmares. Ugh. So Nicole Oliver does the voice I'm sorry. of Delphine. I'm sure she's happy I'm to know s- that she's in your nightmares. I'm sorry, Nicole. Um, I, I'm, I'm, you're a great voice actress, I am sure. It's not your fault. You didn't draw it. Oh. Yeah. Bless her. Um, yeah, so finally we get to say goodbye to the snail because she, she tells us that we have to go to the depths of despair and seek out the mirror of the mist, and that will tell us where Nalu is. In order to do that, Alina is given a pearl necklace that will allow her to give up her wings in place of a tail. And she's like, I just did a whole movie about getting my wings. Like, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to fucking give up my wings. You're mental as well as hideous. Um <laughs> And she is like, well, just in case you change your mind, here's the pearl necklace. And it's arbitrarily like it will turn blue and then it will gradually turn back to white. And if you are out of the water as it turns white, you will get your wings back. Otherwise, you'll be a mermaid forever, ever, ever. So so I know, I know, my head knows, right, that this is just a movie. And I know this is a trope of the fantasy movie. But why does this thing even fucking exist? Why is there a thing <laughs> which turns fairies into mermaids that that exists, yeah. period? Why have we had to go on this 
on this journey. It's such a convoluted Convoluted journey to go and get this thing, which has no purpose other than this specific fucking instance where where a fairy has decided to come and get involved in merpeople business. Because um, there's lots of mer fairies and there's sea butterflies and like, yeah, I, I don't, I, but I, I get, but I get it. This is, it. I was, I was honestly invested in the choice that she would make, whether she would give up her tail. I mean, she has a tail on the doozy cover, but that's beside the point. Um, but, and but then it, what would happen at the end? But it's like in, I was really interested to see, yeah, it, I, it, when the pearls go back. And I was, you know, we we obviously know that the pearls are going to go back. We know, we we know how. Well, this no, works. I much like the Nutcracker. I oh, was geez. like, hey, you thought, you thought it might like, be, you thought there might be a chance well, you'd do it in time, right? I know. Well, yeah, because if you take what we learn in Fairytopia, where Nalu and Alina were like giving each other sexy eyes, um, <laughs> maybe her turning into a mermaid is going to turn nori into like an antagonist and there's going to be like a love triangle like i didn't know where they wanted to go with it i didn't know how complex i I, I, I was i was pretty certain in a series called fairytopia she was going to be a fairy at the end of it (laughs) i've got to say but i get i get i get that the the the, you know i get what i get the trope of it i understand it i wasn't as annoyed as i'm making out i'm still terrified remember that snail is still on the screen um It, it, That's it, true. You're not really focused on the right things. Right I'm, now. I'm, 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 I'm not, and I, 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 I get it. And you know, while this is all going on, you know, this is more of what we loved in the in the film two films ago. Yeah, there's a quest. Mm. We're visiting all these amazing places with interesting characters. Now, for me, yeah. the sea is a bit underpopulated at times because um, mm. we didn't talk. Did we talk about that 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 place where they go round and round repeating themselves? No, so we keep cutting back to how Nalu's yeah. doing with the fungi, and initially he's taken them to the Carousel of Confusion, right, which yeah. is a funny little sequence where he just keeps telling the fungi to turn left, and it's brilliantly done where Maximus is being all pompous, where he's like, where to for the berry of immunity? And Nalu is like matching his energy by being like, take a left at the next coral. <laughs> and they do that like four times. At and least. it's actually really fun. They do. Just like, they do stop it just it. at the right point, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Because yes, I remember that's what the, um, that's what that ori- the original turtle was warning him about, wasn't it? That, mm. that, that they don't to go, go to, to go, of confusion. don't go there. And, um, but again, the only thing I didn't like about that, the, the, the underwater seems very underpopulated. Um, there's some... I got the carousel. I feel like the carousel of confusion is a bit like the drop-off in Finding Nemo. Like mm. I understood why sort of no one was there, whereas yeah. where Alina was was this sort of thriving metropolis of mm. like houses and people. But but everywhere else there seems you know even. even... From from now on, the, the, there aren't many characters under the sea. They all seem to live in the same city. Maybe they've just all moved. You know, they've but all, you know, it's it's like if you were doing city. a road trip in America, mm. and and you would go to a city, but then you would spend a lot of time driving through the desert, and that's sort of what they're doing. I mean, they're driving true. through the sort of waste Think, space of the ocean. Yeah, thinking about it, I mean, I've been I've been um, uh, you know snorkeling and stuff off the coast of Thailand mm. and places, and there's hundreds of fish everywhere. But I've only been off the coast. I haven't been into the deep sea. Yeah. I assume the deep sea is a pretty empty place apart from. And, and they are quite deep, and I mm. imagine that people would stay where the sort of Wi-Fi and McDonald's <laughs> are. Yeah. You know. As long as they're not. You're not gonna. 
Do you think they eat fillet of the, fish? The underwater McDonald's, yeah. What, what will Nalu have a fillet of fish? <laughs> Nalu oh. is a fillet of fish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's he's fun. He's fun. He's just irrelevant to this love story now. He, he, um, he, he, he might just stick him on the Barbie. So... Nori Nori has taken over. <laughs> <laughs> Nori's moved in. Um, but no, he's really fun. So he's at the Carousel of uh, Confusion, which is fun. And then we see them another time about to go into a whirlpool, and Max is like, "Where are we going?" And he's literally like, "That way." Yeah. Like he's so done. Like yeah. he's so, he's just sat on the side of this beach, like that way. That's the way to the berry. That's where we gotta go. That's we, we either do it or we don't. It's completely up to you. And yeah. Max is like freaking out. It's just a really fun dynamic. It is. It's, it's just there's a second. There's a secondary quest going on. We're not. Not hmm. Naru is clearly just take them on the longest Having fucking journey. Time the, of his life. To the point. I mean, I've never met such a fucking um, happy captive. I like to say, yeah. you know he can get away at any minute. He's under no peril at all. And he's, he's, he's and, basically and having a bit of fun. Yeah, and, and that's good for the target audience. Like, you're not worried for Nalu. You'd like them to rescue him, but you're not like, holy shit, like, he's in real danger here. Um, You know, he's fine. Mm. And the other two are just doing what they're doing because they're building a relationship. Yeah. Because we get to the depths of despair. And Lena is, like, dead set against, like, I'm not fucking getting a tail. Like, you can jog on. Like, it's not happening. Um, so Nori starts swimming, but the current in the depths of despair is way too strong. And Alina can't follow her down. But then Nori gets into trouble. She gets trapped by this, like, seaweed. And she's like, Alina, help me. She only needs to hear her scream once. And Alina is instantly, like, swap my wings for a tail. And then she's like, whoa, why did I do that? Because you're in love, Elena. That's true love. You just swapped your wings that you spent a whole movie getting for a tail for Nori because she was in trouble. That is true love. It's true love. Um, I, if I sacrifice my legs for a fish tail. No, no. She, well, actually, she double sacrificed her legs and her wings. Yeah. It's true love. Because you could have had wings and a tail and then you could have been yeah. best of both worlds, Hannah Montana style. But... Um, <laughs> No, she she she's lost she's lost it all. Although she's a sexy fish, isn't she? She's got she's a, a very sexy se- fish. Sexy color, sexy color scheme she gets. And her and Nori look really good together. Yes, almost as if they were designed that way. Um, but yeah, it, but there's a bit of threat down here. I think you know there's, there's uh, a lot of threat down here. You know, I do. I worried about Nori at this point because I thought you mm. know, if this was a Disney movie, one of them would have died by now. Someone would have died. Yeah, one of them could have died. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or something terrible could have happened to them at the very least. But uh, Barbie films don't really mm. go down that route, do they? They um, no, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't follow that playbook. But yeah, they get and they get and you know and and that sacrifice pay off. And the lucky they found the Oracle of Delphi or whatever she was called, because now they've they, you know now there's a count now some pe- more peril with the countdown of the pearls. Yes, so the the pearls have turned blue. So now we're just waiting for them to turn white. And we know that if she's not on land, when they turn white, she's not getting her wings back. She bloody loves those wings. As you know, and and, and we slag, we didn't slag it off, that's a bit harsh, but we were disappointed <laughs> in that yes, turn of events. in the events. sort of ableist, in, yeah. Um, and I think it's quite nice that she does sacrifice it. After, after being a 
bit of a you know, there was some, something that made us a bit uncomfortable. It's nice to see her sacrifice. Them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't Definitely. think it fixes. It doesn't fix the problems of the previous film, but it. Uh, it what it's going to mean is that it's earned rather than just given. Yeah. 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 Very much so. And we got the feeling with Fairytopia that they'd always planned on more sequels, so it's nice mm. to see them expanding on that. Um, quite quickly in the next movie um i have written here i know i wanted the prince and alina fuck that noise alina and nori forever because they've just rescued each other from like evil seaweed and they swim away basically holding hands um and it's great you're having a great old time with this uh (laughs) with this aren't you i fucking I was so into it. I was like, yes, I love this. <laughs> this is so good. Um, icons, both of them. Like, it just, I don't know. You just start to see it everywhere. Um, yeah, so they find where Nalu is. And, and on the way, they find themselves in the garden full of magic berries, which is where Nalu is trying to get to with the funguses because that's where they'll find the berry of immunity. And they find a bunch of different berries. And a lot of them do a lot of weird stuff. And we have to find this out through the use of Bibble, who has been quite nicely quiet. Oh, we went through like a really fun... Um, like volcanic bit where again the girls work together and mm. like trusted in each other and like held I mean, hands a lot. It they're was um yeah, the holding hand stuff does happen, yes, but but yeah, that the, this this relationship now, this friendship. I'm going to call it a friendship. I feel like an old granddad the, who's 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 lesbian granddaughters come home with with <laughs> with her first girlfriend and and he insists on calling her her friend <laughs> because, yeah. which is not that which is not right me now. at all but they, they, they go through these perils together they make sacrifices and nori's attitude you know the thing that you haven't really mentioned is that nori's attitude to alina 180s you know, yeah. it's it's not just about you know that that yeah, point they're where in love now. they're a couple now. It's not. It wasn't about. There was a bit where for me it was about respect, but now it's about my God, you've sacrificed for me. You're actually yeah. quite a good egg, and now they're they're BFFs. They're in love. That yeah, in your they're world. together. In your world. They're in they're they're in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to figure out how to break it to Nali. Um, is what they're doing. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, apart, and... apart from something, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> yeah, apart from the plot, it's like Calamity Jane, and I'll talk about that more when we get there. But, okay, um, it's basically Calamity Jane all over again. Um, yeah, so we'd been quite fortunate where we hadn't had quite a lot of Bibble for a while, and to compensate with this, they wanted to make it the Bibble Show, um, where I think if you're going to be a seven-year-old child, this is going to be very amusing. Yes, there's this place where there's these berries which basically do fairly rubbish stuff to you. (laughs) Except in amongst these parlour tricks, shall we call them, there's something which makes you immune to bloody magic, period. (laughs) It's like like in 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 this hall of 
of potato guns. We've got a one <laughs> megaton nuclear weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So by this point, Nalu's already found it and given it to Fungus. Or Fungus is... Laverna knows that Fungus has got it because she's been checking in on her Totally Spies compact video caller. Um, and so they've got the immunity berry. So they're on their way back to Laverna. But we're running through this garden and we see the immunity berry and we see a berry that brings out your true self and we see a bunch of other bullshit berries, which Bibble has to eat because then we get the wonderful uh, thing where Bibble's voice changes, basically. It's like it's like the cameo bit in Casper where he like looks in the mirror and turns into Rodney Dangerfield. You're like, no child is going to get this. <laughs> I know. like beyond I... like ha 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 the thing is different now i thought it was quite funny it's my favorite <laughs> fibble moment no <laughs> what does this talk what does this say to me <laughs> i was tired of all this <laughs> and then suddenly he... that's a very good bibble well done oh, oh god i've been exposed with a... <laughs> if i'm going to cosplay as bibble i will have to yeah, um, you've got to get it down the voice but yeah and 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 to have him actually is it him i think we've decided it's a him haven't we i don't know oh, it's it... like how everyone calls bb8 him but technically she's a her but no one cares because it's a droid yeah and it's just a label um, yeah. But yeah, but I don't know why I've always thought it was Bibble as a boy. But there's no. Me too. Bibble just sounds like a boy's name, doesn't it? But there yeah. are no other Bibbles. That's that's again. That's still bugging well, me. There's puff. He's a puffball, yeah. which is indicated to be a known species. But Indeed. he seems to be the only puffball that hangs out with and it's... Elena, and who it... also seems to possibly be the only orphan in Fairytopia. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or is Dandelion the only one with parents? I don't know. Yeah. There's a lo- there's a lot of things that we'd like sorted out for us and you know we could start the we need a tv series <gasps> we so do don't we live action we need a 10 part live action oh my god oh my god yes <laughs> um yes 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 um yeah so i've written oh fucking hell bibble um, <laughs> <laughs> because i think I, it was just that li- I was teetering. It was late at night. I'd had some Maltesers and I was invested in this LGBTQ plus relationship. And then it got a little bit 2000s cringe for me where it was an easy joke where basically he like sings Queen of the Night as like an opera singer. He does this like yodeling thing, which is always cringy. Um and then he has like a like a Barry White voice. Um, Isn't that and a... You've got okay. no soul. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is class. This is the best of Bibble. This is the funniest moment so far in any Barbie movie. Now I know what you mean. I know I know exactly what you mean. It is the most obvious comedy that there can be. But at least Bibble does something and not be a little twat. It's, which is... and it's used in the plot. It you is. know, so it is. It's it absolutely used in the plot, yes. So, um, a- apart from then, he comes a dick again and becomes problematic in a minute. But yeah, yeah. So they use his like Queen of the Night aria to distract the fungi because they've come to the surface and seen that um, Nalu has been strung up like the shark in Jaws. Um, by his tail dangling over the water and it, for the first time in the movie we feel like he's actually in danger mm. um, 
he he's struggling and he's quite put out um it's not fun anymore he has the berry uh, max has the berry and he's talking to laverna and she knows that they've got the berry um and they're basically leaving him out to dry so they distract the fungi with bibbles aria um and it works <laughs> for some reason <laughs> i didn't I, whatever <laughs> just yeah um we need nalu because we need to talk to him about our relationship so um they rescue nalu but then it's and, and, and we're, we're in the climax and it, it, it it's all a bit tense because quite well they've put these things in place so they're like brilliant nalu's back in the water bibble is distracting the fungi we need to leave and nalu's like we can't leave because Max has the berry. Um, we need to get the berry from Max because otherwise we're all fucked. And so they have they come up with like a plan and they snatch the berry from him and it's 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 good, it's great, we're on it. Um and then the the pearls are starting to count down and, and, and Alina needs to get to the surface. Tension. It's all very tense. Um, so she gets up to the surface and she's got she's got the berry with her and um, but but Max finds her and he's like give me the berry or I'll fucking destroy the ecosystem of Mermaidia with my toxic waste like some Batman villain and she's like fuck so she gives him the berry um, but like any great villain he does it anyway. Like, I hate it. Honestly, it, it stops my heart every time they do this. Like, they do it in Ever After, where she's like, the shoes, your your mother's shoes are your father's book, uh, Daniela. Daniela. And um, and she gets neither. Um, and it's really sad. And it's really sad here, because he gets the berry, and then he poisons the water anyway. And he drops the whole vial into the water. And the final pearl is just about to turn white but Alina has to stop the vial from hitting the water because her girlfriend's down there and she needs to save her. So well, she... every, everybody's done. This is going to wipe out life underwater. It's going to in... kill her girlfriend. And everybody else. <laughs> so she has to dive down into the water and just as she hits the water and catches the vial, the bee and the beast potion kicks in. She's got, she's got a tail. She's got a tail forever now. And I was genuinely, it like, you know, I like stopped. I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is really good. Because they easily could have skipped all of this mm. and not had this tension and not had this um, climax in this way. And I was like, what does this mean now? Like, are we going to, are you going to live as a mermaid? And she like, she she talks through the consequences of her sacrifice as well, where she's like, I'm never going to see Dandelion again, which is fucking like, Dandelion can visit. I mean, she's never oh, going to see right. Dandelion again because Dandelion doesn't leave fairy token. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's on Dandelion. That's not, that's not a thing that, like, yeah. But get better friends. Um, and she's never going to see Bibble again because Bibble can't just keep chomping down on the seaweed for the rest of his life. Can't he? I well, he can, but they make it out like he can't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, but yeah, she, you know, she's made, a, she's made a proper sacrifice, and you know that. It's and it's not it's not just about having to live underwater. It's about she got everything. You know, the thing that she wanted most in the world, that she only goes on about since she's got it, the wings, 
she's mm. lost and now there's double jeopardy because she's now got to live underwater the rest of her life which doesn't seem yeah. so bad apart from the creepy turtles and, and apart from the fact that you know you're like upending we talked last time about being transformed from a, a person to an animal back to mm. a person and if you've been a fairy all your life and then suddenly you're a mermaid it, it's like well i don't you know it's like moving town completely mm. and and species as well you're like i don't I'm not comfortable as a mermaid. Like I don't, I don't know. I, like it's not. Me, me. Um, so, so I what? got it. I was really quite sad for her, um, and it was all very sad. And what was the worst part was that fucking Prince Nalu. Be sassy to the villains, Nalu, but fucking save it when we're in an, a poignant moment here, because she, he's like. She's like, I, I, I had, I had to, I had to dive in. I had to stop the vial from poisoning your ecosystem. And Nori gets it. Nori is like, oh my god, thank you so much. Like you didn't need to do that, and you did it for us and for me, your girlfriend. And I really love you because we're in a relationship, and it's mutual. And I respect you so much and love you to pieces. And that was really lovely. And then Nalu was like, oh. Do you mean to tell me that Max has got the berry? You fucking idiot. And I was like, Nalu, she's just fucking sacrificed her wings for you, you dick. Like, he really is not nice in this moment. Um, and then Nori points out that, don't worry, the the clever girls have, like, switched the berry prior to this. So uh, Fungus is going off with a completely different berry. Um against his knowledge and we've got the real berry that we can now store somewhere properly and Nalu's like oh <laughs> thank god okay cool it's, it's fine then and you're like again Nalu Alina just sacrificed her wings for you can you show a bit of like remorse or empathy or thanks like um, um, we... you're the fucking leader of this nation like and, fucking sort yeah. it out and some of this comes down to your shipping from before because these guys barely know each other Right. Yeah. I, I, um, the whole fact that the what do you what do you call that one the underwater fairy again? Uh, the sea butterfly or the the, the sea butterfly thing. You know the fact that she mm. came and got Alina on the back of one visit yeah. that she had once, which was in a life during wartime kind of event. Um, mm. You know, said oh, and, you know, we all thought oh, maybe there's there's, a, there's maybe a little something here, but it was a, it was a little side quest last time, wasn't it? So yeah. So. Actually, it turns out we didn't really know him at all. So, firstly, no. he's been he's been floating around with the baddies in a kind of fairly glib way, to the point that undermines their whole everything that they're doing for him. Exactly, and then yeah, he acts a complete. He is. Um, do you know those Superman is a dick memes? Yeah, that's what I think of Nalu. You know, yeah. <laughs> right, right I've got now. No time for him. Yeah, you know, and I know they're out of context, but in context, this guy is a twat. Yeah, he's horrible. And <sighs> just. You're really bummed out. Your whole, okay. your whole, your whole storyline from this episode is about <laughs> is to come crashing down. Yeah, 
It's Calamity Jane. Calamity Jane is a musical from the, I believe, 50s or 60s uh, starring Doris Day about a cowgirl who falls in love with a showgirl and they set up a home in the woods together and they live and have a relationship and then they have to marry men because it was the 50s and it was illegal to be gay. But that is what Calamity Jane is about. It's about two women falling in love. Um, and that is what Barbie Fairytopia Mermaidia is about. It's about two women falling in love. But because it's the mid-2000s, nothing's changed since the 50s. We have to force. It's so tacked on. We've never seen Nori and Nalu in the same shot until five minutes ago. And yet we are to believe that they both love each other. And, 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 haven't, and, and haven't been... You know, Nori wasn't there in the last movie. Nope. And um, is this the first time we see them together? I had just thought there was something yeah. very early on in the film where we saw them together, but maybe nope. that's just a supposition on my part. Um, nope. The first time we see Nori, she's like calling out and, for Nalu, and, and he's already been kidnapped. And Alina sort of goes... Oh, thing is, though, you've got the hots for him, haven't you? And I'm going, you know, just tries to do the whole, uh, you know, get 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 the, get the pair of them together so they both, uh, yeah, uh, both because uh, out of nowhere, Nalu leans over and like touches Nori's hand, and she's like, <laughs> "I love her." She's like, "What? I thought you loved Alina." Like she doesn't even. She's not even subtle about it. She's just like, why are you holding my hand? I thought you loved the fairy lady. <laughs> um, and he's like, what? No. And Alina's like, oh, Nori, we're just really good friends. And I was like, bullshit for one. Like the <laughs> eyes you gave each other in Fairytopia was not just friends. Um, secondly, um, you know, and then Alina's like, he loves you just like you love him. And again, Nori's like, shut up, Alina. <laughs> shut up. I love you. Shut up. Shut not up. Not talking. <laughs> I, I know up. I said that at the beginning of the movie, but shush, because I want to go out with you now. I don't want to go out with Nalu. And then Nalu's like, do you love me? And then Nori's put in a really difficult position um, and has to say yes. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> the whole relationship's built on a a, a wall of lies and misdirection Literally. and unrequited feelings, and and the whole there's a darkness is going to come to Mermadia because the wolf. This is like this is like Charles and Diana again, really. All over again. Really, um, it should have been Diana and Camilla and Charles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, goodness. it's 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 a shame, and I know why it happened. Although, you know, Adventure Time did it, so why couldn't Barbie? Adventure Time had the guts to have a Adventure gay relationship. Time, Adventure but... Time's some twenty to thirty years later, and it's not it that long. Adventure has... Time is like two thousand ten. It started. I, su- I suppose, yeah, I suppose it's about five, but it, a, a different. Has a slightly different audience. It's a different vibe. It's a different audience. There'll be different studio people behind it. Adventure mm. Time does a lot of quite impressive things. Yeah, it's uh, one of them being the relationships that they forge and the ideas that they put out. Whereas Barbie was never going to be that brave. Adventure and Time I, I is had... transgressive. Barbie is about yeah. selling Barbie dolls mostly to American in the in, in small town America, right? Where even. Yeah. 
in this enlightened age of what, 2005, six, something like that we're in now? 2006. Yeah, we're, we're still a ways yeah, off not... Barbie ever. You know, I can, I can see it now. Can you not see the the yeah. hurt people saying, oh my God, now Barbie's a lesbian. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah, like, like she still hasn't come out as gay. I'm sure Barbie, if you go to Barbie's social media at the moment, I'm sure they're doing all of their corporate pride stuff for Pride Month, but... um she herself has not um no done anything like that so you know i didn't i didn't expect it's calamity jane all over again where you just stop paying attention after a certain point and you're you you're like and then they were in a relationship and nalu went home um <laughs> and i've written here the only people in love here are alina and nori you cowards i'm not invested in this false romance that only exists in your head. <laughs> it does not only exist in my head. It exists in at least three other people's heads, according to Instagram. <laughs> no, no, it, it's it's fine. I get it. Because even if I didn't have that world that there's been put, this this alternative movie that you've had going on in your own head, <laughs> um, to me, I, I, I would have... This... this, this Although I knew where this was going from minute one, right? Mm-hmm. This is yeah. there's nothing, there's no shock or surprise about this. It has you have kind of skipped over a few moments in the film where you know where it's been clear that Nori has a crush on Nalu and and that Barbie's being. There's home. been a couple of conversations yeah. where she's like, "Oh no, there's no you can't uh, get with a prince can never yeah. marry a commoner like that's yeah, not that, how that, it that, that, that here kind in of that, that kind of stuff's been there, but frankly, I could have done it's without bullshit. I could have done without it all. It's because because that's actually more disturbing to me the fact that someone can only go and rescue someone because they love them. Yeah. That that I and, find and, and we've we've we're not invested in their romance. We've not seen them on screen together at all. We don't know that they like each other except for the fact that they've told us. So that's quite lazy relationship mm. building as well. It would have been better to have held off and if you were going to do a third one, then start investigating the relationship between Nori and Nalu. Don't just pair them up. Um, again, like Barbie has been quite good up until this point of not just randomly pairing people up because one has a penis and one has a vagina, but that's sort of what they do here, except they both have tails. Um, and it's 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 quite lazy and thoughtless, which is why I and others have read it as this is a gay movie about two women falling in love, and then there is a two-second ending where the mermaids go off because they give... Um, Alina the berry that shows you your true self and again I was very excited because I was like maybe she was a mermaid the whole time (laughs) and that's why she didn't have wings (laughs) like maybe they'll do something cool with this they didn't they just gave her an upgrade of wings and it was they gave her like badass wings it was um it's fine it was yeah so that whole berry thing right is it's it's like like I said when they were floating through and oh this berry does this this berry. I knew what this berry was gonna do I knew that this berry was gonna give her a ring wings back they must yeah. have fucking known that they would have done this um all all it does really is away from your fantasy world of 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 LGBT plus Barbie which is I'm not having a go at it it just isn't happening um uh, um is that 
now I feel her wings are earned. Yeah. She's made a genuine sacrifice Mm -hmm. on multiple levels. And whereas before they were given to her and... For having a good arm. For, 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 ha- for having a good 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 old throw the thing into the thing. Which she'd, you know, been doing all of her life. So if Indeed. you were just going to give me wings for being able to throw it, well, like, also, why didn't I get wings 20 years ago? It's also a shame they couldn't have made use of that throwing ability in the... <laughs> in this, in this, in this, um, you know, in, in the yeah, in the like final she bit. needed to throw the vial, but it, it's fine. It's not her story. It's no. her and Nori's story it, it... here. <laughs> but I thought, I thought it was a bit obvious. Like, oh god, that's gonna, that's gonna fix her. So that that peril's gone. Um, I did quite like though what it does to, um. Laverna. Laverna. Yeah, so that the berry looks very similar to the immunity berry, just with a red stripe around it. So that's how they've managed to convince Fungus to give it to Laverna, who goes to visit her and immediately eats it, thinking she'll be immune to all magic. But instead, she turns into a frog queen, which is a is actually a really fun design. And because it's a human being transformed into an animal, it can get away with the more sort of luscious lips that the Barbie animals often have and... Um, you know, like that turtle looked like it used to once be a human, but it didn't. It's just a turtle. Whereas the design for the Laverna frog is really fun. Um, and Max is still loyal and obedient to her, which was fun. I thought there might be a sort of twist in the power because he's not a frog. <laughs> um, and he'd be able to sort of talk down to her, but he, he doesn't. He's still her underling. And she leaves us shaking her fists into the sky after she's learned that it's the wingless fairy Alina that has caused her downfall, shouting, I'll get you, Alina, if it's the last thing I do, which is <gasps> perfection. <laughs> will she? Will and I'm she? here for it. I really hope she does. I really hope that they don't just leave that there. I want a, I want a third one where we realise Nori... And Alina's relationship. Laverna tries to get her own back on Alina and fails miserably and like dies or whatever. Um, and that's what I want, please, Barbie. Thank yeah, you. I've, I've you. never, I've never felt as much as I live in an alternate universe as I have done for the last hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I, I, this is a queer movie. I, like, how I, could I, you not see it? I. Well, now obviously you've you've laid that bare to me. You've you've shown me you've shown you show me all the all the signs and all the cues. And I get I get I get I do I do get it. I, do, I I'm I'm teasing you a little bit, but yeah. I it's not it's not how I how I read it. I but then we that that's the whole point of having two of us on here because if we just agreed on everything, we, we. it would be pretty fucking boring. Um, yeah. Because I just really enjoyed it. As I, th- I told you before, I'd, I'd watched this before you. I said it's really good, and mm. I really stand by it. I, yeah, I enjoy. I, I enjoy these questy ones. Yeah, but this time, yeah, although so. although the quest was stupid and <laughs> pointless, I like arguably pointless. Yeah, yeah, I liked coming back to these things. I liked, I like Nori as a as a different sort of female character that we haven't seen everyone else everyone so far has either been barbie or an analog thereof of barbie or just been i'm evil or overly nice nori's really fucking complicated right you know and and whether you do your reading of it or the or the writer's reading of the story you know why she is so bratty because she's jealous 
Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I know that that is an old routine thing, but her her brattiness, her postmodernness, her 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 change in 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 character, although not unique in cinema, not by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. it is unique so far in these films. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no one has had such a change as her. Um, you know, people have gone through a lot. People have been turned into sexy horses, and people have been um, <laughs> turned into turned s- into sexy swans, and and... <laughs> strange, strange animal hybrid, and gone back in time and forward in yeah. time. You know, she's had. Um, I, I like. I really like Nori as a character. I'd have a Nori mm. doll. Um, yeah. And and well, I wouldn't, but you know what I mean. You know, if if I <laughs> if I if, if I was to have a doll, it would be a Nori she's doll. So inclined. So she's yeah. um. You know, she's cool. That, which, she's the kind of character I like in any kind of franchise. The one yeah. that's just a little bit different to everybody else, and it might not be everybody's edgy. not everybody's cup of tea, but she's mm. unique. And she doesn't, you know, she's not blonde. You know, there's just so much yeah. to like about yeah. Laurie. Um, they get tattoos. They get matching tattoos. We didn't mention it. They, they, they get, get matching. They tattoos. get matching tattoos. That is true, and which is the gayest thing I've ever seen. Um, Literally. <laughs> <so good. laughs> but they get they like appear on their arms at the yeah, same time I'd in their different of, colours, oh, and they're because like, they've oh. both beaten the depths. Oh, because it's a there's mark a of confidence. There's a legend of anyone who they're goes like, down to the depths of despair gets a tattoo. I think, really? Now that comes uh-huh. up, that's a that's a well-known <laughs> legend. That that's like that's like um, Arthur's sword. Excalibur. Yep. That, that's that level of legend, is it? Bullshit. But two women however, who are in love. However, what I'm trying to say is I really, really fucking enjoyed this movie. And it's so fucking good. I'm going to posit I enjoyed it more than Fairytopia. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it more than Fairytopia. Um, we'll just briefly mention that she goes back to Fairytopia at the end. Oh, yeah. She does return to her flowered kingdom. Um, Azula, Azura is there oh, for yeah. like two seconds to be like, "Welcome back, bye." Yeah. And I see, um, I, I, my crush is Azura. I think Azura is probably my favourite. She's, she's a cool character. She, she's cool. You know, I think if I was, if I had to live there, she's the one I'd have a crush on. If I was, you know, yeah. like a fairy or a merman or something. But yeah, but she, but she's absolutely fucking useless in both films. She's. Well, she's been absentee landlord, really. She's um, she she she, yeah. she sort of suggested things to people, and I'm um, not been any fucking help at all, frankly. Literally, she like opened the narration for this movie and turns up right. right at the that's end. That's right. Yeah, she's that's right. She's the one who's narrating it, and you think, oh, she may have some part in this, but no, none of the guardians nope. have because <laughs> Mamadia is the ghettos of Ferratopia, and they don't have their own <laughs> guardian, and they and they are second class citizens. And yeah, it's funny, isn't it? No one, no one cared about them when. When that's why they had to go to Alina because she's the only one that's ever made contact with them. So there is, there is a, there is, there is a, there is a real Morlocks quality to them. Mm. After yeah, you you tie it into queer cinema, I'll tie it into the Time Machine by H.G. Wells. Um. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Morlocks from X Men, and I was like, X Men is also a very LGBTQ. But the, but, but of course, um, the Morlocks, the Morlocks from X Men are named after the Morlocks ah, of the Time Machine. That's why they've got their name because they live underground. Oh, nice. So that's the same way. Yeah. Same way. Cal- same way. Caliban <laughs> is is named after the character from um not only from the, the Tempest, Tempest but is meant to be an analog to the Phantom of the Opera. 
Oh, nice. So yeah, they, there's, okay. there's lots of that. We God, we could do the X Men films, but yes, very, very coded the X Men <laughs> from from day one. Yeah. Frankly. Have you tried not being a mutant? <laughs> yeah, love it. Exactly, but yes, mm. the, and so we have yeah, the similar, we have a similar bit at the end where where yeah. everyone we fly off. Bibbles Bibbles recounting the tale to Dandelion, which is cute. It's a cute little ending. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dickhead, <laughs> hero. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the Bibble version. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I I enjoyed this one so much, and I, you know, you get um, I thought we were gonna have. Film seven, it is film seven, isn't it? Yeah, film seven yeah. fatigue. I thought we were going to have sequel fatigue. I'd really enjoyed the magic of Pegasus, surprisingly. Yeah. And um, and 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 it's just another fucking great movie. <laughs> and I love the fact that it still has a fandom. You know, obviously that you're tapping into yeah. and that that people are you know that i'm joining that, yeah, and I'm, I'm happy <laughs> that for, i'm paying my membership to <laughs> I, i'm happy for it to be viewed as an lgbt story you know that that's fine by me <laughs> thank but, you steve <laughs> well you know I, i'm not giving you permission <laughs> you know what I, you know what i mean you know absolutely what i mean you, I know you, you mean. cheeky minx um <laughs> um but but i think i just think it works the fact that there is these other layers that you can read into it actually is what makes it exceptional. It's so I... fun. You're right. It 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 it's Spider-Man two. It Shrek twos its way into mm. like our hearts. Like it builds on what was there. It adds what we wanted to see. It does really great stuff. Um, and it messes. You know. Yeah. I mean, you, you, know, you and you wanted you wanted those other two to to be together. And it didn't take you more than two minutes I to, to really flip flop on that. Yeah? And I went on such a journey with this movie. It wasn't until the waterfall that I suddenly like, like something clicked in my brain. Because before then I was like, boo, boring jealousy trope, boring girl against girl trope in pursuit of a man. Boo, boring misunderstanding um, feelings trope, like boo, 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 bad, bad, bad. And then they went over that waterfall and I was like, oh, no they're in love um this is now a whole different movie and i'm here for it so <laughs> so i mate like i want it at two i want it at i want it at second place so that's where i want it so my thing well, i'll give you my thoughts and tell you where i want it okay and then we'll we'll, okay. we'll see where we come to we'll, so we'll fight. this is easily my favorite story yeah this is easily my favorite set of characterization yeah i love i loved I love what they did with the fungus. I love what they did with Nori. Mm. Um, I didn't like a couple of character designs. I, uh, yeah, and and, and and I really hated Bibble, apart from yeah. the best bit, which you hated. <laughs> and I didn't hate it. I, I was, was actually going to put it number one, but knocked down oh. because of those other two things. So I also want it at number two. Oh, interesting. See, I literally like looked at the leaderboard, which currently Princess and the Pauper is at one, Swan Lake is at two, and Fairytopia is at three. And I was like, it's above Fairytopia, it's above Swan Lake. The only reason it's not above Princess and the Pauper at the moment is because I, I really think back to watching that for the first time, and it was just hit after hit. It was a musical. It had some great original songs. The character designs were amazing. The plot was interesting. The relationships were fun. I liked um, the animals, the 
they had credits they had bloopers like it just as a whole it felt so tight and it was like the fellowship of the ring of the barbie movies it was just one big good circular like yeah. package if if they and... had bloopers right and yeah. somebody else had drawn at least a fucking snail <laughs> this would be number one i think i think it's the best story but i think as you say i think princess and the pauper just has a better package it's yeah it's just the whole thing isn't it it's like yeah it's got everything but i um, really didn't expect us to be talking about movie number seven neither. and so we think about shooting up the leaderboard in this way um especially as a sequel now there are i think there's a couple more although i'm not sure i don't think they're direct sequels to this oh that's a shame i think i think the mariposa movies are sort of set in the same world okay but but mariposa is a character um not a place as i thought (laughs) oh yeah Uh, i i assumed it was a a place um Okay, that's interesting. I mean, again, Alina ends this movie technically, canonically single, uh, which is nice. Um, not in the head canon, though, right? Am I not right? Not in the head canon. <laughs> not in the head canon at all. She's with Nori, and Nalu is single. But um, canonically, like we have a Barbie finishing a movie not in a relationship, which is um, always always good to see. In terms of like, you don't need no man. Um, these women especially don't need a man because they are gay. Um, <laughs> Actually, that's very interesting, though, because we've had... You're right. They've all married princes or or, or at least something like a prince. I know, um, again, Prince and the Pauper went somewhere slightly differently, but mm. there was still a royal wedding at the end. Um, yeah. The, yeah, the, the Veritopia movies, though, no. They are smashing them out the park as well like they are such solid movies i honestly didn't know what to expect from fairytopia and i have just been my expectations have been exceeded every single time um you're right we're technically at movie eight if we include the rockers Mm. um and the sensations and it it's i never in a million years would have said that movie eight would be number two on the leaderboard like i was fairly certain that the princess and the pauper was going to live up to the hype um, and I think it's going to be tough to beat Princess and the Pauper. And I think it's going to be tough to beat Mamadia at this stage because up next we've got something called The Barbie Diaries, which doesn't fill me with um, much hope. No, I don't have a clue <laughs> about that. And obviously we've got Barbie and the Twelve Dancing Princesses, which you're already... You're on red- I have seen already. It's already yes. People in this feed will already have um, listened to you talk about for a couple of hours, I guess. Yes, yeah. So I should probably go back and see if my opinions are the same. Mm, I worry, I, and make sure I don't repeat myself too but much. But I know I it's, I know it's a well thought of one. Um, yes. Obviously, which is why someone's picked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think, I do think, you know, after after that, I don't see anything changing our top three. So let's see. Mm. We're maybe surprises ahead. Yeah, like, you know, we have been so pleasantly surprised, you know, but by the time we got to Swan Lake, we thought we were done, didn't we? We thought, like, that was it, and it was going to be in my, another yeah, in, 30 in my head, of us Swan, being like, Ugh. Yeah, in my head, Swan Lake was, was the the pinnacle. Yeah. And I thought, that's as good a kid's movie with Barbie dolls you're going to get that's not called Toy Story. Yeah. And, yeah. 
and it's yes, it's it's still at number three. It's still there, but yeah, but and the others, you know, Fairy Topia was biting at Swan Lake's heels. Magic of Pegasus is biting at the heels. You know, the things we picked on in those films were yeah margins. You know, small margins. It's yeah, but it's crazy because at the moment. Princess and the Pauper is at number one. Mamadia is at number two. So Swan Lake has been gone down to number three, with Fairytopia at four and The Magic of Pegasus at five. So that's our top five as it stands. Um, yeah, I wonder. I w- which I'm happy about. I am. I am upset for The Magic of Pegasus. I think it was very good, but you know what? Top five isn't too shabby. Um, no, no, yeah, absolutely, and and we may, you know, we may reappraise things as we, as we go through. Yeah. You never know; there may be a, a couple of changes. But no, I'm I'm happy with that. Maybe what we might do is is put them in maybe equal seconds and equal thirds and things like that later on. Ooh, sneaky! Because I think um, I'm really happy. I would happily recommend any of our top five. Definitely. Same. To anyone. Whereas I think Rapunzel, obviously I had a lot of issues with Rapunzel, Nutcracker, both yeah. of us, I think, thought it was good, but what the fuck? And, mm. and obviously Barbie the Rockers, Barbie Sensations is just another thing altogether. It's not. Really... It's, it's, it's cute. It's fine. It's yeah. unfortunate that it's sort of been lumped in. It's not quite fair to pick, pick mm. it in. But who knows? Maybe it's going to hold its ground against... Maybe the Barbie Diaries. I, I Barbie, it... a fashion fairy tale or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. I've, got, <laughs> I've got some high hopes for some of them. I'm, I'm really looking forward to some of them. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Island Princess. We're obviously returning to Fairytopia with the magic of the rainbow yeah. in a couple of movies' time. Uh, a Christmas Carol I have already seen as well. Um, so I'm interested to see what you think of that. And I'm always interested to see how Hans Christian Andersen's Thumbelina is. Yeah, as, as, as I understand it, Thumbelina is where this sort of movie stops. Well, it's the Three Musketeers after that, oh, it, so we're back ah. to the literary adaptation, but which I, I've never seen. But I think uh, it was the... I think- yeah, I think Pumped it was... for an all-female musketeers. <gasps> that would be so cool because we've had an all-dog oh one. Great. When Dog Tanyon and the Three Muskerhounds, an all-female one as well, would just one for all and all for one. Muskerhounds are always ready. ready. I can't one believe you got that all reference. All for one, helping everybody. How do you know that? You weren't born when that was on TV. <laughs> Because it's the greatest thing that's ever been on television. That's but, how I know it. It's the but, greatest theme tune to a But you literally weren't. Greatest thing. You literally weren't born. When did it come out? I used to watch it when we had wet break at primary school. They would stick it on in the dining hall. Oh, maybe I was a bit older than I want to admit. To. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I thought it was when I was like fourteen, fifteen. Like I was probably at secondary school and shouldn't have been watching it, but I'm I'm older than that than you. You're obviously only eighteen. I'm 150. 1981, Spanish Japanese animated television. Oh, so I was ten. Wow. I was ten, but that's not when it was on on BBC TV. No, I imagine it would have come a bit later. Yeah, yeah, because we had that, and we had we had the the Cities of Gold, another classic. Don't know that. <sighs> um, anyway, loved the animation because it had that sort of Japanese animation, and I was a big fan of the nineteen seventies Little Mermaid at that point. But yeah, Dog Tanyon and the Three Musketeers. If you haven't watched it, go and watch the opening on YouTube right 
now. But you don't need to because Emily sung the song. <laughs> and we'll it's so good. and we'll come back to it when we get to the three. When we get Barbie to the three Musketeers, or whatever it's called. It, it, the, the, the three Musketeers was a a. Pro, a Oh, what's a, like a content, like a thing that I was always really interested in um, as like an aesthetic and as like a vibe. So I watched all the movies available and all the TV shows available, but I never read the book because that looked boring. Um, and also, so yeah, you'd really, have, you really know, to read it properly, you'd have to read it in French, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I want to see who the Madame de Winter is and like all of these things. Um, yeah. With Tim Curry. Oh, so much good musketeer. There is a lot. There is a lot going on. And yeah, we're glad we're doing it. We hope, we hope our audience are enjoying it as well. Yeah. Get in touch and let us know. Please do. Please do. Especially if. Please do, especially if you agree with me. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> nice. And Mermaidia shooting up to number two of the leaderboard. So congratulations to Mermaidia. 